Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets, Meets World House. House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Morale is high. I'm tired from the weekend. A good kind of tired. Phone calls are welcome today. Well, they're welcome any day, but best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. The NFL's big winners, Niners, Browns, Packers, Cowboys, Dolphins, big losses, Bengals, Bears, Giants, Vikes, and Steelers. Out of that group, I'm surprised the Bengals looked as bad as they did. I'm surprised the Giants looked as bad as they did. And I'm surprised the Steelers looked as bad as they did. It's overreaction Monday, but I always try to look back. And I always look back to last year and go, who would have thought that would have happened week one or week two? And then when does it become a trend? When does that become the identity of the team? I usually wait and I follow Bill Belichick's uh, philosophy. September is sort of their preseason to figure out who their team is. And then they get to October and then they have a better sense of who they're going to be. Now, not every team has the luxury to be able to do that. You know, if you're the Bengals, you got the Ravens coming to town. You can't afford to lose two games in the division just like that. The Jets got the Bills coming up tonight. Then they have the Cowboys. You know, getting down a couple of games, Dolphins with a big win on the road. You start to look at what did that team do in their division against opponents that they're supposed to beat or somebody that you're not supposed to lose to. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Say good morning. Those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, thank you. Download the app if you haven't done so to be able to watch this program. Marvin was working the Giants game. He was working uh, 
for NBC last night. So your job is to work with the cameramen on the field? Yeah, so you, uh, what they call over and under. You basically wrangle the cable to make sure they don't trip over it mm. and to make sure everything runs smooth and they can get to the spots that they need to to cover the game. Uh, what's the worst thing that's happened to you on the sidelines? Mm. Getting hit. Oh, you got hit? Yeah. Like a big-name player? No, 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 no. no. It, was like, uh, it was like Army. Oh, West Point? Yeah. You got hit on the sidelines? Yeah, they were running. I mean, and we couldn't move out the way fast enough. You got taken out? Yeah, you could say that, okay. but it wasn't too crazy. Okay. All right. And was, then are you working anytime soon with your side hustle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, in a couple of weeks I'll be back uh, for Sunday Night Football with the Jets. Okay. We have to devise something for you to wear so you stand out so I can get something out of this. Yeah, sorry. I had all black on. Yeah. What are you doing? And, yeah, you got to wear something where... You know, when we were on the sidelines at Notre Dame the, a couple of years ago with the USC Notre Dame, I had a, a large red Olympic jacket on. So you could see that I was on the sidelines. I need to see you. Despite you being annoyed at how the attention you were getting. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Like, oh, oh, my God. If Bon Jovi comes over and says hello one more time. <laughs> Marvin, did you ever work um, Sunday Night Football when Dan was working? You guys could have been, if we had timed this out better, if we had kicked McLovin to the curb earlier, ooh, ooh. Uh, you guys could have been doing that, uh, an NBC gig together. Mm. Oh, yeah, because I think this is my sixth season on Sunday Night Football. And I've been gone seven years? Oh. Six or seven years? Oh. I think Two so. ships passing in the night. Yeah. Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. I know. Somebody was asking me. They were like, oh, you're still doing a side hustle? I was like, look, Dan Patrick did. Sunday Night Football, and then he would come back here and yeah. do a show. I like it. Uh, it was tough. You know, you'd be there till like 11 at night, and then you'd have to turn around and come in. Start your week, have energy. Yeah. Oh, I have, I have energy. Hmm. I'm running on fumes. I'm here. Sounds like <laughs> you're a little punchy today. No, I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling like Albert Breer. What it, Albert Breer was low on sleep, too. Yeah. Did you hear how he was talking? Yeah. Throwing out the B word? I, I know. I know. I was like, and, and it wasn't Breer. It, yeah, the B word. Right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, everybody's going to Boulder this weekend. You got ESPN College Game Day, and you got uh, the Big Noon Kickoff Show. Everybody is going there to watch Colorado face Colorado State. So last time College Game Day was in Boulder was 1996. And uh, I think that was, um, hmm, so the Rocky Mountain Showdown with uh, Colorado State. Uh, Big noon kickoff. They're uh, actually staying in Boulder next week as well, so that's back-to-back games for them. All right. The biggest story in college football, one of the biggest stories in sports, continues with Dion and company. Yes, Todd. How does that work? Does everybody play nice? They're trying to scout out the best spot to set up. They're going after the same interviews. I just wonder how that is to have like two big networks at the same game like that. Well, you have the uh, the draft, like the NFL draft. You have NFL Network, and you'll have the mothership there. But you got to place them strategically so they're not in each other's shot. And you want to make sure that you know you're fair to your partners there. But I don't know how that works leading up to this. You know, college game day will start a couple of days prior, and then they'll bring those guys in for Sports Center hits. Uh, you know, Thursday or Friday, and then you're going to have a two 
sit-down interviews with Dion and maybe his son, uh, Travis Hunter? Uh, are you going to do anything Colorado State-wise? Uh, I don't know how good Colorado State is. They haven't been good competitive for quite some time. But, uh, yeah, both are going in there. Yes, Marvin? Oh, the answer is no about Colorado State. They're not good? No, no, no. Are, you, are they doing anything? Oh, okay. No. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, here's Colorado State. Uh, poll question for hour two is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Dad, first hour we had who had Ooh. the worst weekend. Okay. All right. And your options were Alabama, the New York Giants, Cincinnati Bengals, or USA Basketball. Mm-hmm. I think that this is recency bias, <laughs> although they did have a terrible, terrible weekend. The Giants right now have 50% of the vote. Yeah, there's a recency bias, and everybody watched that game, a standalone game, and you're not competitive. That defense was spectacular. By the way, from the world of John Wick comes a uh, Peacock original set in 1970s New York. And uh, the the, uh, three-part event streaming uh, September 22nd only on Peacock, a young Winston Scott takes on the world's most dangerous hotel in the Continental. That'll be the name of the show. You can also Winston. Huh? Watch out, Winston. Winston Scott. Yeah. Yeah. From the world of John Wick. One of these days, when I retire in four years, do they still do the voiceover guy for movies? No. And then you know what? When you watch a trailer now, it sounds so weird. Why? Like an old school trailer, because they don't make them like that anymore. They don't any like they they don't they haven't in a long time. So then all of a sudden, Mm. it'll be like. You know, they're doing like a Jason Bourne trailer and in a world where a man has forgotten who he is. You're like, dude, you don't need to do this anymore. Yeah, we do. I loved it. We're going to bring him back in four years when I retire. Is that? Yeah. Well, hey, what's uh, going to be comes new again? Yeah, I'm going to be in the movie theater in a world where a man forgets who he is. Jason Bourne remembers he's Jason effing Bourne. This Friday, theater near you. Yes, Mark. You should just replace Nicole Kidman and do the AMC. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the movies, you find adventure here. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely welcome when you enter the theater. She's so friendly. Yeah. I, we give people meaning in their lives. <laughs> that was very good. Um, <laughs> Texas is back. They handled Alabama. Texas has their quarterback. Does Alabama have their quarterback? Colorado rolls Nebraska and Miami over Texas A&M. By the way, the other uh, big story is what's going on at Michigan State. I have no idea what's going on at Michigan State, and I've been saying that for a couple of years now. You can take away the Larry Nassar controversy, uh, the shame of that, but Mel Tucker, they signed him to a 10-year deal. And I thought, wow, that's a long period of time for somebody who hadn't really proven themselves over a long period of time. So the investigation comes out that he was having consensual relationship, phone sex, and then there's now sexual harassment charges. And there's varying reports that he's been fired, which I don't think you can fire somebody without due process at a state university. And uh, then I think it was brought back to... Uh, suspended, and but it seems like it's a foregone conclusion that he is. Man, you know, as much as Penn State wore the scarlet letter for a long time, and rightfully so, Michigan State should be wearing that scarlet letter. 
with everything that's happened there. It feels like every year we have some kind of controversy at Michigan State. There's something going on there. And this is the latest. Uh, Penn State had the, you know, what happened with that football program, um, you know, under Joe Paterno. But that's that's a long time ago. Michigan State, that is front and center. Yes, Paul. And Jim Harbaugh's sitting there now thinking, what I did is nothing. I'm sitting for four games for maybe lying to the NCAA. And this is so much worse, what's going on there. Well, that's the problem. Don't lie to the NCAA. That's usually the only way you can get in trouble, it feels like. Did you lie? Uh, Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, Paul. Going back to the Bama game, Bama was right in it. End of the third quarter. You know, Jalen Milrow, their quarterback, he's scrambling all game. Hershey was talking about it. He barely had any pressure, and he'd just break out of the pocket and run, and a lot of bad passes. I'm surprised they didn't replace him at some point, just to try to spark a passing offense. Well, Alabama still gave up 21 fourth-quarter points, so you can blame as much as you want on that quarterback. i got to blame a lot on that defense because you gave up 34 points to Texas, and Texas being on the road. Um, Team USA started out 5-0 and in uh, the FIBA Basketball World Cup. They were the heavy favorites to win. Uh, the roster didn't feature the usual stars in there. Anthony Edwards, Jaron Jackson Jr. the third, Jalen Brunson, Austin Reeves. But uh, they lost to Lithuania. They lost to Germany. And uh, they eventually lost to Canada this weekend. And in overtime. Thank you, Todd. Give them a little love. 2024 <laughs> Olympics in Paris. And I thought, all right, uh, I can't wait now to see what the United States is going to do for 2024 in Paris. That didn't take long because uh, Shams is reporting LeBron is going to uh, represent Team USA at the Olympics, and he is recruiting Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Yes, Marvin. Go ahead, Seaton. Yes, Seaton. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Look, I'm not a I'm not an anti LeBron guy. LeBron's an American. I know, a proud I American. Know, I know. There's a lot of people who just decided not to root for USA in the Olympics. By the way. Um, <laughs> But you can't have, like, there's got to be better timing to something like that coming out. If it's true that LeBron is putting together this team. You can't, right after they get bounced, be like, that's it. I'm coming in to save things, guys. Let me take care of this, okay? Like, he was going to announce it during overtime, but he thought he'd pump the brakes and wait till okay. the game was over. Okay. Hey, look, let me handle this, okay? I'll get a good team together, and we're going to come in and fix things. You, uh, you Sometimes you... If this is true, okay, you got to find a better way for that to come out later, or or not even maybe not even come out until like the roster's announced. <laughs> yes, Marvin. I think he just saw Dylan Brooks go off against the U.S. and said, "This is some bull, yeah, yeah. bull junk." Yeah, bull junk is Dion would say. Yeah. By the way, it kind of sounds like bull junk too. Before when you were talking to Albert Breer, and they were like, "What they lost to Canada? Hey, Canada's got a good team. Get out of here! Get out of here! Stop!" Canada hey, does have some players. Get out of here. But compared to what they used to have, they have a good roster. And that's the thing. When you get when you put all-stars or good players together, it doesn't always mesh. Kentucky. Yes. They, we basically sent Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but how many billions of dollars have those mm. Kentucky players earned in the NBA? Yes, Marvin. Them right now. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Okay, well, we lost. See ya. Yeah. I think Canada had more first team all nba players than the us i've got the i got the starting lineups for bull squad okay can't okay. believe we're breaking this down okay. uh 
Lugans Dort for Canada. All right, he can light it up. Hey, he's sneaking. Their lead scorer, of course, is uh, Dylan Brooks, Shea Gilgis Alexander, R.J. Barrett, Zach Eady, Kelly Olynyk. He's good for eleven and six. Kelly Olynyk. Damn. We had uh, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Bridges, eh, Tyler Halliburton. Not exactly a hardcore team. Shea Gilgis Alexander was like man of the tournament. Something like he was yes. balling out of control. Yeah. He's, he's a great he's, player. He's a great player. He's first team All NBA. Yes, he's a great player. Yes, yes. And right. and we're so bad. It's Tyrese Halliburton, not Tyler. <laughs> we don't even know their names. That's all right. Paulie was just looking at it for the first time. He got tripped up there. I wouldn't know those guys either. Yeah. I thought he was going to say Tyler Hansbro. I like that the main storyline going into it was like uh, Anthony Edwards, like I'm not coming off the bench. No. You know who? We don't have a Kobe out there. I'm not going to. Man. <laughs> yes, Tyler. All right. Yes. They could lose the cattle in hockey, but not basketball. That's unacceptable. I don't care what those rosters look like. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> not even a bronze. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, to take them to overtime. Though. Yeah. Thank you. Tom. That really happened. Yeah. We really just talked. Yeah. All right, uh, what's the poll question we're going to use for hour two, Seton? Or did you already give that to me? No, I didn't yet, Dan. Okay. Um, well, first hour we had who had Ooh. the worst weekend. Worst. This hour we're going to go with who had the best weekend. Oh. Hey, how about Coco Goff? She had a great weekend. Yes, yeah. Congratulations yeah. to Coco. Well done. Well done, she Coco. She doesn't feel like she's 19. Feels like she's like 25. It feels like she, like she just had a comeback or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dang, all right, Coco's back. Yeah. You know, now that Serena's out of the sport, like uh, we got some people who can pick up some wins here. Yeah, she's a boss, though. Yeah, she she's, played great. Yeah, played yeah. great. Hey, uh, speaking of great weekends, how about Steve uh, Sarkeesian? Yeah, that was a great weekend. Yeah, yeah it is. Ooh. That's an all-timer. Ooh. That yeah. felt good. I bet. Yeah, Heck that's yeah. a job saver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can plug him in for another couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Just don't lose to Oklahoma. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, true. Uh, true. but uh, Quinn Ewers. I don't know. Could he throw the deep ball? I don't know. Ask Alabama today. I'm going to say, yeah, he can. You know, you can throw the deep ball. You have to catch the deep ball, too. It's just a small problem sometimes. Alabama's quarterback can throw the deep ball. I don't know if he can complete the deep ball. That's why when somebody goes, man, does he have a cannon for an arm? And I go, okay, can you catch it? Uh, If you're doing punt, pass, and kick competition where you just throw it as far as you can, that's great. No, give me the quarterback who has touch. I'll take touch over somebody who has a cannon. Yes, yeah, Eaton. Speaking of quarterbacks, Dan, who may have had the best weekend, how about Jordan Love? Yeah. That's a pretty damn good weekend, kid. I know. All right. Wow, we're giving. Yeah, let's, let's clap it up. Okay. Let's get some energy going. Positive Monday. Yeah. Positive well, hour two Monday because okay. hour one was negative. Of course. Jay Love. I know. Who would have thought? Oh, Justin Fields, Jordan Love. Mm. Who's the better quarterback? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have sound on uh, Jordan Love? Do, do we have the uh, uh, Matt LaFleur? Is that what you're saying to me, Marvin? Matt LaFleur had this to say about the performance of Jordan Love. I couldn't be more proud for, of, of just his performance, his poise. There's a, there's a big-time belief in that locker room for Jordan Love. And I think uh, the guys, they're going to rally around him. They're excited for him. Yeah, if they didn't have, you know, that support for him, like if a coach said, you know, I think the team's still waiting to see if he can do it back-to-back weeks. Of course, you're, they're going to have support for Jordan Love. <laughs> Some of these things these coaches say, they're like, 
Okay. Hey, yeah, I'm just going to say this, see if I can get away with this. Yeah, and the team really uh, supports Jordan Love. Good. Tell me when they don't. Then uh, that'll be a lot more interesting. Gotta admit, though, now that I look at it, it feels kind of insulting to Coco Goff winning a Grand Slam, like a major championship. Then, hey, Jordan Love played a game and did well. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, but it's the sport. No, I know. Yeah, I get it. People don't. I mean, tennis is still a secondary sport. You know, Uh, football, football weekend. People are going to focus on that. All right, let me take a break. Our good buddy Ross Tucker is going to defend himself. He uh, singled out Taysom Hill as being a Jim Thorpe type of player. And I, when I heard it, I go, "Uh, Ross, I think you probably want to change a couple of words in there. When you say Taysom Hill is one of the Best players of all time. So uh, Ross Tucker will join us. Coming up next here, Dan Patrick Show. That Traeger Grill experience over, uh, well, Friday uh, was wonderful. Chad came in and did a wonderful job, but it's easy to do. I mean, I don't want to diminish what Chad does because he is a championship griller, but I did watch him. You prepare the food and basically let the Traeger app take over, dominate for you, and... uh, you know, your results may vary, but these portable grills that they have, uh, Traeger's now offering up to 20% off select grills, up to 15% off select uh, accessories for military members, first responders. Go to the website and find the Traeger that works for you. The Wi-Fi or connectivity, the Traeger app, and I love when I hear from people who say thank you for turning me on to this uh, you know, Traeger grill. There's a grill for everybody. Find out the grill that's uh, perfect for you. Learn more about the new discount offerings. Don't forget to use the code DP Show at checkout for free shipping. Happy grilling. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Jets and the Bills coming up tonight. Buffalo favored by two and a half. Eight teams who missed the postseason. One on kickoff weekend. Nine teams, one games on the road. Already looking ahead to uh, next week. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Seattle's at Detroit. And the Jets will be at Dallas. Congrats to our good buddy, Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports NFL analyst, former NFL offensive lineman, and made his NFL debut yesterday with the uh, Saints game, Saints and the Titans. And uh, congratulations. How did it feel being uh, an analyst breaking into the NFL? Thanks, Dan. Uh, It felt awesome, man. It it was a lot of fun. Uh, I actually think CBS has done, and this sounds self-serving, but... They've done a great thing putting me in the same booth with Jason McCourty, right? I mean, I'm an offensive guy and an offensive lineman front seven guy. Jason's a defensive guy and a DB. So it, it just works out perfectly in terms of the, you know, expertise that we can both provide during a broadcast. It was my first time doing a game with him and felt smooth and just awesome. Just awesome to be in that atmosphere. Everything about it. You know, I'm, I'm doing the game and I hear James Brown after an update with Boomer, say, let's go back to Chris, Jason, and Ross. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I saw where Keyshawn Johnson has the Saints going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Um, I don't know if I would go that far, especially with what we saw from some of the other NFC teams yesterday and just how good they looked. Um, I thought – that clearly the Saints were better than the Titans, and Carr played much better than Tannehill did, which has got to be a little bit concerning, right? I mean, Carr's with the Saints for the first time. Tannehill's been in in Tennessee for years, and Carr was much more comfortable in that offense than Tannehill appeared to be. I think they got a great chance to win their division, and so that gives them a home playoff game. I don't know that I envision them – going on the road uh, more than likely and beating teams like San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Dallas. The Titans, I don't understand. You've used first-round draft picks on the potential successor for Ryan Tannehill. You're really asking him not to, you know, throw interceptions. So he throws three interceptions. They're a defensive team and a running team. How long does Ryan Tannehill keep that job? Well, that's the question. There's There's no doubt about it. You know, I think he showed a lot of faith in DeAndre Hopkins on some of those throws. I think clearly the last interception 
those guys just aren't on the same page yet. But, Dan, he could have had two or three others. I mean, he was oh. really fortunate that that was not a four or five interception day for him. And he knows. I mean, we talked to him on Saturday in the production meetings. He knows the deal. They took Malik Willis two years ago. They took Levis this year. I mean, he's very well aware of the situation. It's the last year of his contract. Um, but as, as Mike Vrabel told us, you know, the teams are always trying to get younger, cheaper, better, and it's the veteran's job to fight off the younger, cheaper, better guy. I don't know that Tannehill did that yesterday. All right, you did have a moment that uh, you made social uh, social media yeah. get went viral because you really love yourself some Taysom Hill the all-around player for the Saints. Here is Ross Tucker yesterday during the broadcast. Interesting to see the empty set here. A stack on the top. Hill keeps it himself. The powerful runner, Taysom Hill, out of BYU in his seventh year now with New Orleans. I'm not kidding when I think, and when I tell you I think he's one of the best football players ever in Taysom Hill. Now, I know he's not a Hall of Famer or any of that. This guy can play quarterback, running back, tight end, he makes tackles on special teams. This guy's like Jim Thorpe. I mean, can, can you name any other guy that's ever done all the things that Taysom Hill did? He's like the perfect football player. Okay, if I gave you a mulligan, would you change anything that you said? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I might have said one of the best pure football players or one of the best all-around football players, just so that when the people like clip it on social media or the people that just hear that portion of it and tweet it. But no, I mean, I think if you listen to the whole thing, I think that's what I meant. I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about, I said, I'm not talking about like hall of famer, or like all time greats, like Tom Brady, but if Lawrence you say Taylor, he's Jerry one of the Rice. best of all time and I you put in Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Dan, he's the closest thing to Jim Thorpe in my lifetime. Now, you're older than me, but we're talking about a guy that can run with speed, run with power. He has started games at quarterback. He is a kickoff returner. He makes tackles on the punt team and the kickoff team. He plays fullback, running back. They split him out wide. Like, if you're talking about all of the things a football player can do, right? Like the essence of being a football player, blocking, tackling, running, catching, throwing. I don't, I can't think of anybody else like him. I mean, he's the closest thing to a guy like Jim Thorpe or what we've read about Jim Thorpe in my lifetime. Yeah, but Jim Thorpe was elite at the positions he played. Taysom Hill is not good enough to start at any of the positions. He's not even the best player to come out of BYU. That was the problem that I had with Taysom Hill is a great curiosity and he does play a lot of different positions, uh, but I don't think he's a, a great football player. I think he's a very versatile football player. Yeah, I guess like, so for me, I mean, he could start at every position on the field for, as, like as a high school player. That That's incredible to me, right? Like to me, like, if you're talking a pure all-around football player, he's like Tom Brady obviously is the best quarterback of all time. We all know that. Tom Brady can't do half the things that Taysom Hill can do. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's probably the greatest football player of all time. But when you're talking about all-around pure football player, like 
what you ask football players to do, I don't know anybody that can do as many different things as Taysom Hill, which I think makes him one of the best all-around football players that I that I can think of. Okay. I think using the word best of all time and putting in Jim Thorpe caught a lot of people's attention. But uh, Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think I, I, I would have thrown just the pure in there yeah. or the all-around He's one of there. the most versatile players of all time. We can all agree on that. I just don't. And that, and that to me, as a guy that, like, had to battle to play one position, like, had to, had to work all day, every day, my whole life, to stick around for seven years at one position, to even get it through my skull that there's a guy that can basically play, like, seven or eight positions on a roster is just, like, that. It, he blows my mind away. And I know he's not all pro or pro bore. Any, I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm just talking about one of the most unique, coolest, best pure football players that I can think of. He's Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, what game do you have next weekend? Uh, I've got a couple, actually. i got a college game for CBS, Vandy, and UNLV, and then I'll be in the booth for Westwood One Sunday night. Dolphins and Patriots, mm. which will be very interesting. The Dolphins, that was just ridiculous yesterday. I mean, it's they, they are as fun to watch as any team we've seen in a while. Offensively, certainly, and to go on the road to beat uh, the Chargers. But, you know, we always overreact, certainly the first week. But what is not an overreaction, either positive or negative, in your opinion? Uh, well, you're right about that. And, and I think the thing that people forget, Dan, is that week one is such a unique entity unto itself because it's the first game, right? And, like, we didn't know what these teams would do with their new personnel. Now things settle in a little bit more and normalize a little bit. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys are that good at, like they looked last night. I think they're good. Um, I think what might be kind of real is the 49ers. I mean, that was really impressive. The, the Cowboys had all kinds of, like, the ball tipped. They they block a kick return for a touchdown. The Niners just came out and beat that you-know-what. I mean, that, like, there was nothing fluky or random in the Niners' beatdown of the Steelers like there was with what happened in that Cowboys-Giants game. Always good to talk to you. And uh, Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Dan. Very proud. Very proud that you got a chance to do some NFL games, and uh, you, you certainly put in the hard work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Taysom Hill is not a great football player, though. Just... <laughs> I didn't say great. I said one of the best ever. <laughs> You're all-around football players. Thank you, Ross. Thank you. That's Ross Tucker. You know, you get excited sometimes, and you're in the moment – you know, you throw out best of all time, and then you throw out – like, if he would have said he's one of the, the most unique or best – you know, as far as all-around talents we've ever seen. Okay. Don't bring in Jim Thorpe. Because Jim Thorpe was really good at the things that he did. You know, Sid Luckman. You know, those you, – you can play defensive back, you can be the punter, and you can be the quarterback. Or Sammy Baugh. Like, those guys were elite at what they did. Travis Hunter – Travis Hunter is an elite wide receiver and defensive back right now. 
Is he a better football player than Taysom Hill? He might be. I don't think he's one of the best players of all time, though. Yes, Paul? Unique is the perfect word there. Unique, because Taysom Hill is unique. In, in this era, in any year, almost, he's done a little bit of everything. He's, he's returned kicks, he's returned punts, pass, catch, run. He's really done everything. I don't think he's played a play on defense, but he's made tackles on special teams. I'm looking at his stats. He's got almost every, ta- every stat you can have, <laughs> except for a sack or an interception. He's just not good enough to start at any of these. I wonder if that was a mistake, not putting him at one position like tailback. or Yeah, but they got Kamara. I don't need Taysom Hill. He can't play quarterback. Uh, tight end, maybe. I mean, he has the athleticism. I just don't know if he's good enough at any particular position. Yes, Mark? He's like Tom Tupa, the punter who's also your backup quarterback. Okay. All right. He's like one of those guys. Right. Nice pull. Nice pull. Uh, Jason, Utah. Hey, Jace, best and worst of the weekend. Bang, bang, Niner gang. I'm excited about my 49ers. Good win. That's the best of the weekend there. Yep. I agree with Ross Tucker. Uh, you know, they look solid. I'm also worried because the Cowboys did look good to me. That's a solid defense there. So uh, thanks for taking my call and suck it, Fritzy. All right. Thank you, James. Getting multiple ones of that. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. They turned on me over the last couple of days. Do you think it's because of Friday was one of the best shows we've ever it had? Very well could be. Yeah. I didn't know what you were doing at home. Normally, I can keep an eye on you in here. But you were at home, and I don't know what you're doing at home. All I know is you referred to Ross Tucker as Ross Rucker was going to join us. I did type And you had uh, USC playing in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Did I have USC in the Rose Bowl? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you did. Pain meds. Yeah. I blame the pain meds. Oh, but the stint was out. Yeah, but you still have a few days of lingering. Or I just messed up and I hit the the, R instead of the T for Rucker. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Just take, I don't know if that's enough for the fans to all say, suck it, Fritzy, right out of the box. Yeah, it's not even back row. Like, they're just saying you. <laughs> Are we going to have to make up a T-shirt that says, suck it, Fritzy? It's possible yeah. if this continues this way. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a... Because I feel bad Seton's kind of lumped in there with suck it, back row. Well, now I, they're more specific about things. I yeah. wear that proudly, though. I'm happy to... I'm, I'm the only Danette who's been... Uh, had it for both rows. <laughs> you know, I... It's like a front row and back row. When we come back, our best and worst of the weekend. GetRefunds.com is waiting to hear from you. They've been helping businesses, small businesses, get a payroll tax refund through the Employee Retention Credit, also known as the ERC. To get started, you go to InnovationRefunds.com. See if you qualify, or you can call 1-843-REFUNDS, 1-843-REFUNDS. Bill Goodman, one of the owners of Ford & Goodman, an accounting firm in Richardson, Texas. Bill is a CPA. He didn't think his business would qualify until he spoke with Innovation Refunds. Even a CPA like Bill understood how different filing an ERC claim is from doing regular income taxes, but it can be a little bit complicated. That's why you need to have innovation refunds. Now, innovation refunds will work with independent tax professionals and share information with them and evaluate the process to see if you qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Innovationrefunds.com or call 1-843-REFUNDS. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs. Yeah. And <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. On Sanders' son, Shador Sanders, threw for 393, two touchdowns, rushed for another score. Colorado picked up the win, and the first team to crack the uh, AP Top 20 within the first three polls following a, a one-win season. Uh, that's the first time it's happened since 1957. Colorado. Whoa, whoa. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. By the way, the uh, over-under for wins with Colorado is now at six and a half. That, <laughs> that escalated quickly. 
to quote Ron, Ron Burgundy. Uh, that's according to DraftKings. Uh, Colorado now, it, they'd be bowl eligible at uh, six wins there and maybe more. They got Colorado State. They got Oregon. They got USC. Yes, Pauline. If somehow Colorado isn't bowl eligible, they'll create a new bowl and <laughs> stick them in it for TV purposes. It'll just call it the Dion Bowl. Let's do it. Prime Bowl. Prime Bowl. Absolutely. Best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'm going to start with you since you weren't with us on Friday, so you had a longer weekend to gather more best and worst of the weekend. They were mentioned earlier, but I'm going with my instincts. My best of the weekend was Coco Goff winning her first major tennis title. Congrats to her. Hopefully many more to come. And uh, worst, Team USA failing to receive any type of medal, losing to Canada. This was not hockey. This was basketball. 127-118 in the bronze medal round of the World Cup. All right. Seton O'Connor. My best of the weekend uh, tennis player, Ben Shelton, he uh, he got knocked out in semifinal to uh, Nikola uh, Djokovic. Djokovic, thank no, you. No. Um, I was going to say the joke of it. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, he got knocked out, uh, which is okay. He made it to the semis. This kid's got a lot of star power. Um, but the, the best part of it, though, was that he got in Djokovic's head so much during that match that... He Djokovic mocked his uh, Ben Shelton's celebration after beating him, uh, which to me felt very petty, and that's actually why that's my worst of the weekend. Oh, okay, dude, you're one of the best of all time, and you're letting this dude get in your head. What are you doing? He did the phone call thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Ben Shelton's thing. Yeah, yeah. He had in he had knocked out uh, Francis Tiafo, and. That he did that celebration, and he's done that before previously. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a baller move. It's a pretty good celebration. Um, but, dude, you're one of the best in the world, and you're letting this guy get in your head. It's just a bad look for him. Marvin? I got two best. First best, Caleb Williams, 19 of 21, 281 yards, three touchdowns. Oof, that was a beating. And uh, second best? Remember when Stanford used to be competitive? Ooh. Toby Gerhardt? <laughs> it might be. Well, you had McCaffrey, too. True. But a big, burly college running back who's not going to do much on the next level, that's my wheelhouse. Like Brian Leonard, I think, is one of the <laughs> They ran through him year after year. They had a bunch of those dudes. They, yeah, they did. They did. Why? Like, man, he's so gritty and gutty. <laughs> like, you know he's talented, right? But anywho. Okay. Uh, <laughs> kind of singling out the uh, white running back there. I did. <laughs> kind of my job here. Yeah, very true. Well, I think Stanford did that. Deceptively yeah. athletic. Oh, it's wild. Like, they got this Stanford just because. <laughs> okay. uh, other best, Tom Brady back in Foxborough getting yeah. celebrated. Yeah, let's go. All right. Looked a little, the jersey was a little small, a little snug. Well, he looked smaller. Yeah. It looked thin. He's getting thinner and more hair as he gets older. Yeah. It's the opposite it's, of most it men. It's a little puffy. Yeah. His hair. Yeah. Did he have um, pads on underneath his jersey? <laughs> I don't think so. It looked like when he was giving a speech, he might have had shoulder pads in there. Uh, it's like, that's an interesting touch. He could have, like, you know, women have those shoulder pads sewn yeah. in. Too. Or is he just that built right now that he's been working on his caps this whole I time? I don't think so. He, he looked really thin. I had, I had people come up to me this weekend, Patriots fans, and they go, you really think he's going to retire? And I go, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's really going to retire. You don't think he'd come back? I go, he could come back. Uh, he's not coming back. Now he's going to be, I guess, getting ready for his broadcasting career. Uh, did you have anything else, Marvin? Nope, those are my that two best. That was it. All right. Yep. Paulie? Uh, two bests. Uh, North Carolina Appalachian State game that was really good. The running back for UNC, Omarion Hampton. This guy's legit. 234 yards and three touchdowns in the overtime win. 
How about this guy? Puka Nakua. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Who knows? 10 catches, 119 yards for the Rams. He's a rookie out of BYU, out of nowhere. And the worst, help me with this one. Daniel Jones throws the ball to Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley catches it, gets two feet, and turns up field. He gets hit. The ball pops in the air. And that's a pick six on Daniel Jones. Mm. It's not a fumble by Saquon Barkley. So that, that should be corrected. RCI, receiver yeah, cause receiver interception. Cost. Yeah. Because you know, he didn't have it long, but yeah. that's weird that that's a pick six when the guy caught it and turned up field. Yes. He... And by the way, I don't really think that Saquon Barkley should be blamed for that either. <laughs> I, I don't really think that. I think it should just be not blame, but credit. It was a great hit that popped the ball out. Anybody turning in that position. Wait, wait, wait. We live in a blame game universe here. Yeah, well, We like to shift blame. Pushing against that. Oh, you are? Yeah. You're going against the grain. I'm going, oh, my. What's happening to this? I don't know. You're sitting in McLovin's old chair. My takes are getting more extreme. What is going I, on? I, I'm taking on entire cities for absolutely no reason. San Diego's a lovely place, but for some reason it tickles me endlessly to get them mad at me. <laughs> Why am I? What is it about this seat? Are you getting ready to leave the show? No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nobody's offered me a job. Are you crazy? Because then I got to put Dylan in there, that spot. There, you'd probably be better off. Got to admit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know he's not very good at gambling. So, I, I think we said the other day we should bet against his three picks and yes. make some money. Yes, I said that. You know, that's a good way to make money. Oh, tomorrow we could recap his uh, parlay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got tonight. Yeah, he's got a three-team parlay. Not many people lose all three legs of a parlay. He might do that in back-to-back weeks. That'd be pretty sick, though. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the uh, the gambling podcast, uh, thank you for all the feedback. That started out as, I don't know what we're doing. Well, it's still, I'm not sure what we're doing. But damn, is it entertaining. Yeah, Marv. I'm still waiting for that Wikipedia part where it says, Dan Patrick's downfall. Just that paragraph <laughs> when you start doing the podcast. The later years. Yes. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, Paulie. I've noticed this, this a lot lately. A lot of national people, sports hosts, people on TV, are making their weekend picks. I mean, it's pretty commonplace. Yeah. How do you deal with it if you have a horrendous weekend? Like I was watching a, a football show on Saturday that's very popular, and the guy who makes the picks was two for six, <laughs> uh, two and six the last week. He admitted it. He ate it on national radio, on national TV. There was a national host that went zero for five on his five weekend specials. Oh. How do you deal with that I, on a Monday I think morning? You, I think you just move forward. You, but do you discuss it? Um, I know that a lot of these guys who pick don't necessarily look back. They, you know, hey, bad weekend. We look forward. You know, I got a couple of uh, five-star specials here. I don't know if they spend a lot of time reflecting. That's not fair, though. It's not. Like, you should discuss, all right, you know what? I miss this and miss that. Uh, you know, I'm... You know, forty-eight percent for the for the season. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, if you're if you tout when you're good, like Stanford Steve, he I think he had a, a rough weekend week one. He totally admitted it on College Game Day. He's usually really good. Other people went over five this weekend. I'm curious <laughs> to talk about it. I'm going to guess that that person won't. We got one more hour to go on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Fritzy, Seaton, Marv, Paulie, yours. One more item as we close out hour two. Played golf yesterday, and I was paired with the greatest golfer in Maine history. His name's Mark Plummer. He won the uh, state amateur 13 times. I think he finished runner-up seven times. He also was in the uh, U.S. amateur. He played against Tiger Woods. 
And this is when Tiger had just won the U.S. Amateur the previous year. Mark took him to the 18th hole. And he was a wonderful guy to play golf with. But at one point, I'm, I'm hitting the ball farther than him. Now, he's a little bit older than me, but he goes, you like those PXGs? And I go, yeah. He goes, let me try that driver. So he was trying my driver. That's the curiosity. A great golfer, a legend like that, but a smart man to realize that I'm probably a little bit better driver of the ball than him. Your results may vary, but try it out. PXG, PXG.com. Go in and get a fitting. And then let me know the result. And if you see Mark Plummer, you should be able to outdrive him. PXG.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.